all the time wasting no way. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Welcome back to another episode of The Why Behind You. Hope you all are doing well, starting off the uh, week pretty strongly and had some uh, great time actually um, enjoying time with family downtime over the holidays. So, hey, wanted to jump in, continue this discussion and this talk track around who are you. We've actually talked about this in, in the two previous episodes, but I wanted to focus more specifically around mindset. You know, there are a lot of different aspects, and that's a very heavy question when we start thinking about, hey, who are we? What do we stand for? What are our values? What are our, um, you know, traits that we carry that really define who we are? But today we will discuss how mindset is often the silent architect of our thoughts and our actions and even our behaviors. You know, when you think about it, mindset plays a pivotal role in shaping the very core of who we are. In previous episodes, uh, we've talked about how mindset drives our individual perspectives. And a lot of that is because of certain experiences we have, um, you know, certain, uh, you know, roles or jobs that we may may display right now, but um, life experiences, a lot of different aspects of things that really drive that individual perspective. But today we're talking about that and taking that a step further as we continue on this journey of identifying, processing, and accepting the notion of who we are. We know mindset is the collection of the beliefs and attitudes we hold about ourselves and the world around us, for that matter. And this ultimately serves as a key influencer to shaping our identity. Right? You're going to hear that word quite a bit as well as we talked uh, today. You know, in this episode, we will dive into the ways in which mindset influences the development of our character, the choices we make, and the paths we pursue and our journey through this thing we call life, right? But I want you to focus and hone in on the fact that today's discussion points or the talking points will actually focus in on three overarching areas or themes. Number one, how mindset is the foundation of self-perception. Number two, self-perception is a key driver in defining who we are, really pushes into our identity, hear, hear that word again, and drives to who we are. And Number three, how that perspective influences our choices, aspirations, and goals. So these are the overarching themes. Now, today, as I say always in any episode, this is not an exhaustive list or topic uh, or a list of topics that are finite. I mean, there are going to be a lot of nuances and different aspects of this that are going to be um, different for each and every one of you. So as we jump back into... Um, you know, focusing on who we are and we start talking about it from a perspective of, you know, the foundation of things is is your, or your identity, you know, um, you know, and your mindset really is as um, a direct impact or a result of who your identity is, but those experiences as well. So it's a real complex topic when we start diving into this whole concept of your mindset, but also identity. At the core of our being lies the concept of our identity. And there are a unique combination of traits, values, and experiences that define us as individuals. You know, if you think about it from the early beginnings of our childhood, our mindsets begin to take root. And so this starts to be influenced by so many different factors, including family dynamics. You talk about, you know, personal friend relationships, cultural influences. I'm a child of South Louisiana, born and raised, and what I experience, what I 
think and what I know um, when I was a young kid and a child, you know, that's a very different cultural mindset that you'll experience uh, than you'll experience somewhere like in the Northeast or even on the West Coast, you know, or in some other country. So everyone has a very different perspective on the things that you that have driven and, and, and really molded your identity and your thought processes. Everyone has a different story to tell. All right. In 2020, I had an episode uh, focused on the, the topic or the concept of clarity in which I mentioned the topic of, you know, around mindset of having a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. You know, and this wasn't a topic or a discussion or, or a focal point that I actually created the concept around. Actually, I want to pay homage and, and, and credit to the uh, person that did. But um, the psychologist, Carol Dweck, who initially conceptualized this whole idea around fixed versus growth mentality. And a lot of the groundbreaking insights that she actually had on this talked about how mindset and perspective shape whether we see our abilities and intelligence as static or we see them as being malleable. And that is the static, i.e. fixed mindset versus the malleable, i.e. growth mindset. And she elaborated in great detail on how this perspective lays the foundation for our self-perception and approaches to how we address change or challenge. Um, so let's focus a little bit on the idea of self-perception and how that relates to mindset. You know, our mind influences how we perceive ourselves and others around us. And, you know, spiritual teacher and founder of Buddhism, Buddha, actually said once, the mind is everything. What you think, you become. And I think we can all relate to the idea around the mind being a very powerful tool. It's actually the most a powerful tool that our body possesses because it's amazing how your mind can not only have the mental and emotional, you know, stamina or stoutness, but it also can have positive or negative effects on your body if it's not managed or handled in the right way. And I think that we all can relate and attest to that. But it's one thing to really kind of understand the identity of who you are, or who you want to be. Now, a very, very huge influence is and, and a challenge. And this is actually something that I've, I've worked many years on personally of trying to make sure that I continue to improve upon, but also make more robust for me as an individual. And that's my emotional intelligence. So you're one thinking it. You know, the identity of who you are, how you are. But the second part is, you know, is really around the emotional intelligence and how that plays as another factor into this piece. You know, and the development of emotional intelligence is a critical aspect of human interaction. It's intricately linked to your mindset. And there's no there's no doubt about that piece. You know, a growth mindset fosters emotional intelligence by encouraging individuals to understand and manage their own emotions while empathizing with the emotions of others. But this interplay between mindset and emotional intelligence contributes to the cultivation of strong interpersonal skills, which we've all talked about that before. But you know how important those are in your everyday interactions, whether it's work, whether it's friends, family, it doesn't matter. Being very strong uh, from an interpersonal skill standpoint is, is, is huge, it's critical. It drives what that interaction with others are gonna be like. 
the resilience in the face of challenges. Okay. So your ability to be able to contain who you are, how you react, how you receive, um, you know, in these interactions with other people, you know, it really drives towards the ability of how you react. And you guys have heard me say this before. Uh, I believe in this quote, and I'll probably say this in every other episode here, but you know, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react. And it's about your ability to control how you engage or react or respond or receive things that are happening in and of around, in, uh, around us, right? So um, it also play, has a play in, the abil- in your ability to navigate complexities of social dynamics or social interactions as well. So emotionally intelligent individuals aren't always going to have the exact same response or answers in varying situations. Not to say that this is a cookie-cutter approach or a cookie-cutter mindset, but we will be very consistent in how we process. We'll also be very consistent in how we react and how we respond to situations, whether it be good, bad, or somewhere in between. You know, so that tags into another discussion point around choices and how choices are another interplay of this mindset uh, type of perspective. You know, the choices we make are directly driven by one. What are our traits, values, beliefs that we identify with? Right. Are we able to control how we come across or how we interact in any given situation. And it's not going to always be perfect. You're not going to always be able to, you know, hey, say you were spot on. We've all had those situations where you walk out of a, a discussion or an interaction. And you're like, ah, I wish I had done this a little bit differently or I wish I'd said this a little bit differently. You know, but the choices we make in life, whether they're large or they're small, are fundamentally influenced by our mindset. And again, we'll go back to the, the, the idea of a growth mindset. It cultivates a sense of ability that we can influence or control our actions and outcomes as a result of those choices that we're making. You know, this empowers us to believe in our capacity to learn, adapt, and overcome obstacles. But again, that is a growth mentality. You experience situations, you learn based on your experiences, based on your um, your your mindset based on your emotional state determines the choices that we make in that moment. You know, this belief in our ability to shape our outcomes fuels a very proactive approach to making choices, right? Again, as you're experiencing things, you're learning. As you're learning, you're adapting. But on the flip side of this, you know, if you have a fixed mindset, you may lead uh, down the path of more passive um, in your frame of mind or your, or your train of thought, where you're hesitant to take risk and, and uh, explore new opportunities due to a fear of failure or a fear of something. But we have to ask ourselves, is that fear real or is that fear imagined? And if you can determine which one, then you can start getting to the why behind understanding that. You know, and even if you encounter and overcome that fear, and all of a sudden you don't accomplish the goal or task that you actually put at hand, and you say, hey, I failed. Well, did you really fail, or did you really learn a new way of trying to think about approaching or attacking this? And if you really want to go down the path of failure versus success, and you start looking at failure, 
is it really a failure if you didn't prepare? Or is it really a failure if your expectations were not in line with your ability? So it's a choice that you have to make in understanding and how you will, will receive that, how you will perceive that. It's a choice. And these choices directly influence our perspective on setting goals and measuring our achievements of success or uh, accomplishments. And let's talk a little bit about goals and, and achievements and how those factor in, another cog in the wheel here. But our mindset not only shapes the goals that we set, but also significantly impacts our approach to achieving them. Again, do we set appropriate expectations? Are we actually aligning our expectations with the skill that we have, the ability that we have to deliver or to execute? Are we doing that? And this is not just professional. This is actually personal development and growth of yourself as well. You know, growth mindset, again, I told you you're going to hear that, that phrase or that, that term a lot, aligns with the focus on the process of learning and improvement rather than constraining or confining your mental fixation on innate talents or abilities. Now, let's pause on that one for a second. Let's talk about that. We've all heard the, it is what it is, you know, this is just how it goes. This is just the nature of how we do things. This is, you know, what we have. We've all heard those comments or those, those thoughts, those, those reactions, right? Or, you know, the excuses of, hey, I, this is all I know how to do. This is what I was taught. This is how I grew up or this is this. We all have the ability to evolve. We all have the ability to, to change. But we also have to be very realistic with ourselves and our capabilities and our assessment of ourselves and our personality, um, our assessment of our own perspective on things. All of these things are influenced by various different um, experiences or, or um, encounters. However, a step to you figuring out who you are is being able to take a step back when you encounter things like this. You may feel very strong in one area or you play to your strengths in another area, but when you're put in a position where it's maybe not the best play or display of your talents, then are you truly able to go back and assess this in the way you need to in order to learn and to get better? You know, this, this perspective not only enhances the likelihood of achieving goals, but also fosters a sense of fulfillment, you know, because each little step forward, no matter how big or how small, builds more confidence, builds more excitement because you've done it. You know, understanding the connection between your mindset and goal setting is essential for unlocking your maximum potential. And ultimately that will lead to a greater amount of you know, your ability or greater improvement in your ability to accept and receive that success, whether it be short, medium or long term. But as we talk about the concept of being able to set the appropriate goals for yourself, whether it's getting more consistent, whether it's getting into a routine, having realistic expectations of your ability of is that a real goal for you? Is that something that you should be focusing on or should you adjust, adapt it to something else? Or is it, hey, um, I know I'm not great at this, but I want to get better at it, so I'm going to continue to actually put here, but you set your expectations appropriately. But a very important piece 
as we've been talking about in, in, in various touch points in here, is your ability to learn and adapt. In whatever scenario we're, you're in, be able to allow yourself grace to maybe not be perfect all the time, but give yourself the ability to say, okay, this is not a failure. If you don't accomplish what you set out to accomplish first, it is actually a learning opportunity. Mindset plays a crucial role in our attitude towards learning and adaptability. If you set for yourself that, hey, I didn't accomplish what I set out to accomplish this first time, or my interaction with that person wasn't the best, but uh, this drives me crazy about them. But you know what? I'm going to work on this. I'm going to come back again. I'm going to try to figure out a better way to bridge this gap. You're learning and you're adapting. And we'll go back to, again, that adaptability and that learning piece, your willingness to open up and allow that to happen is a growth mindset. And that growth mindset sees learning as a lifelong journey. Every day is a different day. Every year is a different year. Every decade is a different decade. You are meant to evolve. Your mindset was meant to evolve. Your identity at its core will be the same, but through life's experiences will continue to evolve. And you'll be able to evolve through and navigate through many of the successes and also many of the challenges that you encounter with a more positive mindset. Because again, you're focused on learning and adapting and getting better. But I always like to contrast that with, you know, what's the opposite side to that? What's the fixed mindset, the stack, the very con constrained, finite mindset? What does it do? It hinders your ability to adapt. As individuals may resist challenge and they may resist change. And this could potentially disrupt their, their whole ability to establish a sense of competence and a sense of confidence as well. So this begs the question of what is your tolerance and your willingness to embrace change? What is your tolerance and your willingness to embrace challenge? What is your tolerance and willingness to embrace adversity? But spin that, flip that coin to the other side and ask yourself, what's your tolerance and willingness to embrace success? I think that that's going to always be an overwhelming, great, high level, high bar that everyone would say have a high tolerance for that. So remove the fear of the opposite. And by doing that, by, by, by approaching that and addressing that, you build that competence because it's repetition. You build that confidence because it's repetition. And that tolerance continues, continues to, to improve. You know, the tolerance is going to test your level of resilience. If you're risk averse, many times you do what's comfortable, you do what's safe. And you never take that leap. And it doesn't have to be a huge leap. It could be a baby leap, small leap. But that's the only way that you're going to continue to pull out of that comfort zone or out of that safe zone that your mindset has you stuck in. And it's the only way that's going to help you really pull through becoming more resilient, becoming more resistant 
to challenge, to change, to uncomfortable, um, you know, situations. And you'll always have those, no matter what. And as I've always said before, and, and I've said this in a previous episode as well, too, it's kind of funny how some of these talking points or these thoughts are coming back. But, you know, if you're if you're finding yourself in that growth mindset and you're putting yourself in situations, continue to push yourself, continue to stretch your comfort zone, um, stretch outside of your comfort zone, but keep being very consistent, be repetitive. That helps to build that confidence and that competence in what you're doing. And when you get to a place where you feel that you're, the uncomfortable has become comfortable, find a new uncomfortable. Now, be very intentional about this, but find a new uncomfortable. So what about resilience? You know, the resilience to weather the storm of the uncomfortable until you get to the comfortable spot. And I'm talking about resilience from a perspective of understanding your ability to bounce back from setbacks and challenges. I know we've all had the saying or heard the saying of, you know, doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down, it matters how many times you get up. Well, that's exactly that. When faced with challenges, individuals with a growth mindset tend to view these challenges as opportunities for learning and improvement. There's that learning again. This adaptive perspective on adversity enhances resilience and it enhances fortitude. But in a finite mindset, in a fixed mindset, you may be led to be more fragile and develop a fragile sense of self in the face of setbacks. And what does this do? It hinders your ability to navigate the very inevitable ups and downs we will all encounter. So I'm going to pose a question to you. And this may be a sensitive question if you're in and of a group of friends or, you know, trusted, you know, colleagues or whoever. But I don't want to put you in that situation. I want you to think about this from an interpersonal standpoint. How fragile is your ego? When we think about who we are, what's our identity? When we think about what are our strengths? What, what do we do? What do we play well in? When we think about how do we interact with and receive or accept others? And when we think about how realistically and being very honest with yourself, how others perceive you and how do others receive you can you handle the 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 weight of the the facts or the reality or the truth of that can you handle that and i think that's something that you can only answer for yourself former notre dame head coach lou holtz once said it's not the load that breaks you down it's the way you carry it I saw this and it just resonated, just hit home with me right off the bat because we're all experiencing something in life or dealing with something in life where things are challenging. We've all gone through, whether it be with family members, whether it be at work, doesn't matter. But it takes me back to your mindset is everything. 
and you, you all have heard me say this before, give yourself the leeway to be able to say it's okay to vent about something you're not happy about, but just don't dwell. It's okay to not think too far into tomorrow to celebrate the victory of today, but just don't dwell on it. Because too much of one versus too much, is, uh, too much of the other one all leads to the same thing. You're not making progress and moving forward. If you're stuck in the moment or stuck in the past and you're not really, really defining how you move forward and continue that journey, continue those successes or achieving those, those goals and successes, you're going to be stuck and stagnant right where you are. So again, your mindset has to be forward thinking. Your mindset has to be willing to understand that it needs to be pliable. It needs to be malleable because as time changes, as you continue to move forward, as life circumstances continue to evolve, you are going to continue to evolve as well. So it brings me back to the growth mindset yet again. Our mindset is shaped by many factors. It is not a fixed entity. It should not be, and it has never been from inception, a fixed entity. Entity, The malleability of mindset allows for intentional cultivation and transformation of who we are. We just said it. Think about who you were when you were in your early 20s to thinking about who you are now. There's a lot that has changed in that continuum. Recognizing the power of a growth mindset, individuals can actively engage in practices that promote a belief and not only their ability as is, but also their capacity for learning and development and their potential. And this goes from embracing challenges as opportunities for growth to fostering a more positive inner thought to cultivating a growth mindset. This all becomes a conscious choice towards your personal growth and the evolution, I'm sorry, of who you are. So the development of who we are is in and of itself a very complex interplay of our experiences, values, and our choices. Our mindset at the center of this entire process is the core. Our mindset is the center of this entire process. And our mindset not only influences our self-perception, but it guides our approach to challenges, shapes our relationships, and determines the trajectory of our personal growth and development. As we navigate along this journey that we consider life, we will recognize the profound effect or impact of our mindset on every aspect of this journey, but every aspect of our lives. And that will allow us to embrace the full potential of meaningful shifts in our everyday lives. And we'll be more prepared for them. That'll lead to our ability to be more resilient, more adaptive, and ultimately have a more fulfilled experience in life. So I'll leave you with one last thought as we wrap up here. In the words of author and motivational speaker Zig Ziglar, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. Your mindset is the key to unlocking your full potential and the main factor in your ability to accurately respond to the question of 
Who are you? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the why behind you dot org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of the why behind you.